Welcome to the Motivate, Lead and Inspire podcast. My name is Haki Mr Impact and in these episodes we discuss the relevant challenges facing young people in the UK which I initially aired on my Thursday evening radio show on colourfulradio.com. Be sure to visit www.facebook.com forward slash Hakeem Mr Impact, that's MR for Mr, where you'll find the rest of my podcasts. Have a great day. Yo, this is Colourful Radio, MLI Jam. We've had me, Hakeem Mr Impact. It's Thursday evening once again and we're talking to Clara Cohen. I can never get the Clara Cohen. That one gets you. And we're talking to the pagey as well. And um, we've got to the point in your story, Clara, where um, you're waiting for a call after your interview. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where you were and what you were doing when you got that call. Um, I was, this is very weird. I was doing, I was doing like a temp job for a produ- production company. Mm. So I was sending out tickets to a show around central London. Mm. And I was on a run to a hotel to deliver these tickets mm. when Rebecca called me. And I was like, well, I hope no one's watching how long I'm taking to do this run, but I've got to take this call. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Rebecca called me and asked, you know, how do you think it went? <laughs> I wonder <laughs> where she learned that from. <laughs> God. <laughs> Rebecca, I love you. Big shout to Rebecca. <laughs> you know what? You need to message her, see if she's listening to this, because she'll, she'll enjoy this conversation. <laughs> That's Rebecca Leslie, who's our um, outreach and participation manager, Impact Dance each and every time yeah so you took the call so yeah and she you know she asked me how it went and um i probably gave some sort of maybe politer version of that it went terrible <laughs> so what were you thinking wait, wait a minute so you got this call and you're talking to um rebecca what are you thinking you thinking she's gonna say oh, unfortunately you didn't get the job yeah 100 percent. well she so no, no doubt in your mind no doubt in my mind there was no situation that i felt i could have come away from that interview and someone oh. would give me a job out of it so, I so what are you trying to say about our interview process? <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> no, I think because I felt that words were just kind of, that I was trying to speak really quickly and that words weren't really coming out of my mouth very well. In the interview? Yes. Right. So I think that I felt like I was just sort of like panicky kind of vibe to everything. And yeah, so when she was like, when she asked, I'm sure she just asked, oh, how do you think it went? Mm. In my head, it was... So how do you think it went? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. come on, come on now. I know that I'll feeling. just let you know, it's a, it's a tried <laughs> and tested thing I've passed down to Paige and Rebecca. I always, whenever I ring up someone, rather than go, oh, by the way, you got the job. Mm. No, I'll ask her, how do you think it went? Because <laughs> they say to me, oh, I think it went really, really, really bad. I'm like, okay, interesting. They say, oh, it went amazing. Like, da da and uh, it's also interesting. Okay. I just like to see where they're coming from. I like to see how they talk, how they react. That's still part, for me, that's still part of the interview process. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because like, you know, as well for me, <laughs> we won't get pagey rolled up about this one. Like if, no, if I ring up and I go, yeah, so how do you think it went? Like, yeah, it went all right. I'm like, hmm. That tells me like, okay, you now you're out of interview mode. You don't sound very enthusiastic. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. I may have to just go, okay, yeah, cool. We'll call you back in a few days time. Because I was about to offer you the job, but actually no, now you're no. very un- oh, unenthusiastic. Smart, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, yeah you're not trying to catch people out but you're also trying to find out what they're like kind of out of that kind of zone as well mm-hmm. and I do that for me if i'm if i want to offer you the job there'll always be imperfections same with me yeah. if i go for a job i'm not perfect but i want to know that you're enthusiastic yeah, yeah. i want to know that it's not a stopgap. Mm-hmm. i want to know that you know it's not you know not being rude there are obviously jobs you go in to to fill gaps but yeah. this is not a stopgap. so i want to know that you're excited and you're going to give 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, so carry on. 
Uh, so yeah, I think it went on for a while about how I didn't think it had gone very oh, well, wow. which was what, a, like I, half an hour. I don't of. know how long. It was one of those things. I think I was just so stunned to be getting the phone. To be, I think I expected just an email. I just expected okay. like an email, like you've been unsuccessful. I think that's what I thought. Mm. So that even the fact that it was a call and that I was in the middle of doing something else, I was just a bit kind of thrown by any, that, and then obviously thrown by the question on top yeah. of that. Yeah. So it was just a sort of scrambled mess, and then I think you know she said. Um, Oh, well, um, that's interesting. Uh, well, we've decided we'd like to give you the job. And I think I just went, are you sure? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Okay. Um, but yeah, it was so chuffed. And she was sort of, you know, do you want to take that? I think at the end of the conversation, it was like, do you want to take it? I was like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That sounds just, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is really interesting, you know, talking about this. And I don't know anyone listening to this, whether you're listening to it live or you're going to listen to it uh, down the road as a podcast. Um, it'd be really interesting for you excuse me it'd be really interesting for you to kind of like do you think this is more about your own self-image esteem kind of thing thinking you're not good enough kind of what 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 lends to this to this 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 kind of like you were so sure that you weren't going to get the job what, what where do you think that's coming from and you know what we all got stuff but it'd just be interesting to see if you think generally you just weren't good enough or whether that you reckon there's a backstory as to that or there were other things kind of mixed in with that. I mean, it definitely came from a place of being being sitting, like, you know, sitting there in the interview and just hearing these like words kind of tripping over themselves to come out of my mouth. There was right. def- it definitely came from that. But I think all through my life, I've tended to, I, mean, I used to wind up my siblings actually, that I would sort of, Cover by cover myself by saying it went really badly. So that right. if it did go really badly, I was like, "Well, I told you so." Right. And if it didn't, it was like, "Oh, surprise!" And I think maybe it kind of started from something as tactical as that, and then just became kind of the norm. Right. Like I did it for like all through school exams. It was mm. kind of a thing of like, "Oh yeah, I don't think it went that well. I'm not really sure. We'll see," kind of thing. And then mm. you know, I got straight A's. So it was kind of like, okay. yeah. And my siblings used to be like, "Oh yeah, so we do don't." You think this we never is something that can you. get in the way moving forward. Um. I think it would only get in the way if it was something, if it would affect me in the t- at the time, if that makes sense. So if, like, if I'm sitting in the interview going, I'm not, I haven't got this yeah. in the interview or in the, in the situation, then I think yes. But if it's only a thing that I'm doing, putting on afterwards yep. or putting on it, it's not a great thing to do. I'm not like promoting yeah, 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 yeah. it. Yeah. I'm promoting self-doubt. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's never affecting me, I think, at the time. Mm. So no. Okay, mm. I'm just seeing we're creeping towards the top of the hour. Tell us then, once getting the job, um, tell us what you feel you've learned from the job. Um, tell us what you've learned from the experience of, of being in the Impact family. Um, and if you can as well, kind of, if there's any pointers you can give to young people out there looking for jobs looking to enhance their career especially in the arts not necessarily on the stage mm. but behind the scenes um, give us a little summary of, of, of the experience to date <clears throat> I think the main thing that I've and, learned and, and oh. I just want to be really clear that this is not about obviously you're going to talk about the work we do and yeah. stuff like that but I really feel that the what's really important for you to communicate to the listeners is is um, your journey mm. and your and what you're learning as an individual that people can connect with you because mm. obviously we've been around 25 years impact dance doing what we need to do and we're always here for anyone to come in um but i want people to be listening and maybe they have a doubt about something 
and you just kind of talk about it and they go oh maybe i shouldn't have a doubt maybe Mm. i think the biggest thing i've taken from it is like i used to think i was quite on it with stuff but having worked with around you guys and working for impact it's like a whole other level of just knowing what's going on all the time and um information you've got to hold in your head and just being on call all the time Mm. and being able to just kind of sort of problem solve in a way that I I think I've always been quite bad at using my not using my initiative but I think having the confidence to use my own initiative mm. so sort of like having have an initial like being faced with a situation and then having an initial response and then like turning around and be like who can I run this by before mm. I go go right. for it right and I think that will that has been a challenge and is definitely going to now step up a level of challenge like taking mm. over like being academy manager and no longer having someone in a higher up position to kind of turn just to run just to double check everything yeah, with we still got us still. well yeah of course yeah, but i yeah. mean just that because especially when i first started it was very much like obviously i don't know anything so right. obviously i'm going to ask a lot of questions mm. whereas there comes a point where i'm like i probably shouldn't need to ask questions about this as mm. much but then i'm still kind of uncertain and it's it's kind of deciding whether should I be uncertain about this? Should I be asking mm. these questions? Or is it like, is, this is a lack of confidence is mm. the issue. Mm. And it's kind of working out which those are mm. and not making any reckless decisions being like, oh, it's just because I'm not confident myself. I have to go with it and then making the wrong decision. But I think that's life in general, isn't it? Just making wrong decisions and yeah, using your initiative and things. Mm. That's, that's been hard. That's definitely a challenge. Um, what yeah. would you... what? Uh, um, what have you pulled on? What what have you? Okay, what's been what's been um, what's been difficult in terms of like what have you had to go out, right? I need to really get better at this, or I need to go away and have a think about this, or uh, def- I didn't realize I wasn't as good as mm. I thought. The main one is definitely being being asked to do things and then right. forgetting to do them, because I've always been thought I've been quite good at like holding things in my head, like a list right. of things I need to do, or like someone's told me that right logged cool, and I'll mm. do it at this time. Mm. And then someone has to prompt me, someone's had to remind me, and I'm like, why have I forgotten to do that? Why is In what that context, being... though? In, in a working environment? Yeah, I think it just in things like, um, for example, like, you know how we send out the message to the academy students on a Friday mm. to tell them about what's happening on Saturday, and just forgetting to do it. And right. having Rebecca message me like, oh, just remind us to pop that message in. I'm yep, like, yep, yep. I knew that was happening, I knew that that needed to happen. But I mm. remembered it a day early that I needed to do it. or. That it hasn't i'm like why has that not stuck in my brain that i need to do that why is that not clicked yet mm. maybe that's the thing with time or maybe it's just because i need to be more on it mm. maybe like mm. need to just set to give in set reminders on my phone set alarms on my phone mm. set these things to prompt me and i think i definitely thought i was better right at that than right. i have been yeah what would you what advice would you give someone out there who's trying to get into the arts in terms of what you feel has gone right for you in terms of your your approach to to connect with us now working for us and now We'd, we'd say succeeding with us because success, success is a journey it's not a destination mm-hmm. people think oh, I arrive here and I'm successful no as you are doing you're successful and you are being successful I'm saying that from the top down um, so what what habits have you had to embrace um, to to be in that situation because I, I know there's going to be people listening to this thinking okay I want to I want to get into an arts organisation I want to work mm-hmm. my way up etc etc yeah. what do you think you've fallen back on I think for me a thing was um, in terms of working in an organisation like behind the scenes kind of thing which is what I said to you right at the beginning is what I wanted to learn about was that by choosing that 
you're not choosing by the, by doing that you're not like abandoning a love for being on stage necessarily right, right. because like there's still part of me that does want to be on stage mm-hmm. and I'm do, still doing performances but then by doing sort of yeah administration it doesn't neglect that side of your life mm. it's not a choice mm. it doesn't well it doesn't it can be but it doesn't have to be a choice between mm. one or the other mm-hmm. which is I think so important that yeah there's so many people who want to go to dance school and go to dance school yeah, and love yeah, performing yeah. love dancing yeah. and I think so many people are focused on that that there's this whole other side of the arts that is kind of yeah. oh well I, yeah but I don't want to do administration I want to be a performer it's like right. great well you can also do both mm. and I think it's the kind of norm that people who are performers they you know they do other part-time jobs on the side of like waitressing bar work and stuff mm. which is great stuff mm. but like a lot of people just don't enjoy it and it's yeah, like sure. could, you feel like you've got to, to as part of the performer art student thing is that you've got to you know work in a bar work in a pub or something on the mm. side but it's like try and find something in your industry that you mm. could do on the, not do on the side because this isn't like a side job mm. but it's it, comp- it can complement as well mm. it doesn't have to be a one or the other situation I think is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. so here's one of the last questions because we're coming up to the news hour again um, do you want to go back into performing is that something you want to do and is it something you think you can have the time to do I don't think it's a case of like going back to I think I've found very naturally the two have kind of run side by side okay for me so you're still being fulfilled in terms of yeah definitely okay. like I've got I don't have like any like I don't have like a full time performing job but that's also I think mm. body wise is not something I really want to do at this point yeah but I'm still in a space where I'm, I have my creative side projects I've got mm. ways of dancing on the side to this job that fulfills my need to dance and my need for creativity it maybe wouldn't fulfill everyone but like that is yeah. enough for me um, that I feel like that's great that all the things I'm doing can be under the bracket of dance whether that's performing creating or working amazing well it's been amazing talking to you on the youth debate now (laughs) youth can mean lots of different things Um, how young do you want to be but um, it's been amazing talking to you Clara Cohen I got it right that time got my mouth around it (laughs) Um, and um, I hope those people have been listening I've taken something from this conversation and um, we're looking forward to obviously recommencing work with you in September getting the new academy up and ready ready for the Christmas show yeah. um, if you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about Impact Dance Impact Youth if you want to know more about Impact and what we do you can check us out on www.impactdance.co.uk